Hey, I'm Brett Podolsky, co-founder of The Farmer's Dog. We make fresh food for dogs. We started the company when we saw what a huge difference it made in my own dog, Jada, when she stopped eating ultra-processed kibble and started eating fresh, whole food. The Farmer's Dog food isn't fancy. It's just real food delivered to your door in pre-portioned packs. It's better for them and easier for you. Get 50% off your first box at thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. That's thefarmersdog.com slash podcast. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable to You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. So basically, like, they put in their Cinco front on Friday, and it was just like, you know, that's their five five defensive line front yep. so it's like so it was it's the like four one. four first rounders and big phil is like the the, yeah. the number one version of that right yeah and it was crazy so like basically it's like it's let me think if i can remember who it was it was sweat pain big phil john allen and then chase young uh left to right and it was just like <laughs> the offense like and they were bringing pressures and doing exotic stuff and the offense the offensive line basically like every play of that series like i'm probably being a little hyperbolic someone lost a one-on-one you know someone lost a one-on-one where it which is a at. reminder is why you do that right yeah. like if you if you have five down linemen then your protection call is pretty easy each of your five offensive linemen gets one of those d linemen and you can't double team anywhere unless right. you want to keep a tight end or a back end yeah and you can you can work slides and there's ways around it but it's it's tough it gets you out of what you want to be doing in terms of getting eligibles out like we've talked about before and it was just crazy and it wasn't just like straight rushes it was like they were running ETs like where the end is picking for the tackle and then TEs where the tackle's picking for the end. And they were running like natural stunts where, you know, the three technique gets high and the end comes underneath. And it was just like tough, man. Cause I actually think like Charles Leno has done a really, really nice job on chase this camp of like, you know, it's probably like 50, 50 or 60, 40 in favor of Leno, but it's like every day Leno's pulling something out of his bag. You know, it's like, hey, you know, I got Chase, I got a jump set this, I got a B set, I got a vertical to a jump. And it's just like you can see a veteran football player cultivating a plan for a young rusher. And Chase has done a good job of, of kind of meeting him and forcing him to do that stuff, which is great. <clears throat> but on this Cinco day, they just basically ran so many TEs. And Sadiq Charles had such a hard time, like, kind of passing that. Because, like, on a, on a stunt, right, the guard needs to be super aggressive, kind of punch the stunt flat so the tackle can overtake it and then – then the, the guard can uh, pass off to the defensive end who's coming around the other way. Right. And it just, they couldn't get it blocked. And it was, it was tough. It's tough sledding. Cause it's, you got a really experienced guy in Leno who I think is, is again, I thought, I think he's had a really good camp and I think Sadiq to his credit had a rough, probably first two days. And then I thought you saw something kind of spark in him, right? You saw him kind of develop a plan. So both those guys, I think over the last two days have definitely improved. And I think Leno's had a solid four days, but like, it's just that it's that group is so good on the other side that it's really challenging. Same thing with Wiley, right? Wiley and Montez, like they're going to blows and you can tell Montez has come out with some different pass rush stuff. And 
Wiley, you know, they don't have pads on, obviously, so it's tough, but it's like, you know, that's a tough matchup. And Wiley's had to jump and be and do some different stuff. And Montez has met that and, and done a good job. And then Big Phil, I had a nice rush. I think that's the thing I forget about Big Phil is that like he is a big man, obviously. You don't get a nickname like Big Phil not being a big dude. Um, but he has a little bit of pass rush juice to him. So he hits um, he hits Nick Gates with like a stutter, like wiper basically, and ends up getting the pressure. And I was like, you know, as much as I love Ridgeway and Ridgeway's elite at stopping the run, you don't get that same pass rush juice, you know? And so then you get F.A. Obata, who's been rushing from the three technique and that group's just awesome. So that being, so really outstanding job in those passing, the team pass, team blitz situations. I will say the offense had a team run period the other day and absolutely gutted that defense. So like, obviously like there's a little bit of, you know, like nobody's perfect. Right. Mm -hmm. And I think for how kind of what you want. Yeah. Yeah. But I, you know, like, and they, and they, they ran some kind of pin pull stuff and you could tell that the defense hadn't been working fits too much. There were some open gaps led to big plays. And I'd say they probably had three or four, what I would characterize as explosive runs. And it's hard to tell in practice because you don't know, if that if that arm tackle pulls the back down or whatever, but it was it was a pretty impressive day from a run standpoint. But the pass stuff, and again, I think that speaks to some of the issues that that Sam again. I think Sam has been pretty sharp, like some of the issues we talked about, right? But I think overall, um, that that's a tough that's a tough group to work against because there's a lot of stuff in your face. There's a lot of color, and it just makes it really challenging. So. For sure. Um, it's funny you say the arm tackle thing, and I just have all these visions of Duran and John making arm tackles last year where, like, you have a 230-pound back who hits the hole, and John just, like, does a bicep curl in his face. <laughs> and it's just like, the, the guy's dead. Like, how did, yeah. how did you do that, John Allen? And by the way, you just mentioned so many guys who were playing so well, you didn't even mention John Allen, which is, yeah. like, that shows and, you the depth. Who's, I'm sure having a great camp because he's and, John Allen. And he's probably been, I don't know, like, the most consistent in terms of wins, you know? Sure. Like, he's awesome. He's and John he, Allen. He's John Allen. And I think he's got some new stuff in the bag that looks really cool for him. And again, poor Sadiq, man, like that's a tough, that's a tough day at the office. And, you know, Chris Paul has been getting some rotation in there as kind of that Cosme for Cosme and for Sadiq. So it's yeah. not just like Sadiq and he's done a nice job too. So yeah, I'm I want to go through the O-line in a yeah, second. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, let me ask you this first real quick before we get into like the individuals of the O-line. Yeah, a lot of our confidence that this offense is going to be all right is on Bienemy as a play caller and his ability to insulate Sam and the O line. So, yeah. how much of that is actually even at play at this point in camp? Because they have run, you know, some of this is like you know the jet sweeps and things like that, yeah. the motions to keep got team or a teams off balance. I don't feel like they've used as much of that. You know, it's in the offense. They've used it some, you know, and just again, we have to be a little bit general here. Um, but how much of this is? the fact that you're dealing with kind of still a scaled down version of the playbook versus and, and like scaled down periods that you're not setting up plays in the first quarter that you're going to you know hit in the third kind of thing. Like how much, how much is play calling even a factor at this point in training camp? Oh, it's basically like none, you know, it's not, there's no yeah. game. There's no game plan. Like it's just right. like, and that's part of the, that's part of the thing that's tough about it. It's like, yeah. you, you run probably, a play, then you run another one and they're not connected other than just like, it's the next play on the list to run. And you probably coach the concept versus the defense you're expecting to a certain extent, but it's like versus our team. Like if I was game planning for them, like based on what based on what San Francisco did last year, like I'd get into some heavier personnel groups to throw the football because you're going to get Cinco as the response to stop the run, which makes a lot of sense, right? You run a lot of play pass, you run a lot of max pro, 
you create a lot of space, you stress the linebackers out. And there's, and that's what Kansas City likes to do too, right? When they played uh, Denver last year, they were in like a lot of heavier personnel, like multiple tight ends, fullbacks, because it elicited a specific response. And so there's none of that going on. There's no like chip help. There's no like anything. It's like, hey, it's day two install. We're running this. And I, I think we've talked about this before. Like sometimes you just get a bad install crossover. Like you, I think you want the coordinators to communicate so they're kind of ready. But sometimes like we got Cinco in and we're doing our six man pro and we're going to bring some like six and seven man protect like blitzes and stuff like that's a bad day. You know what I mean? Because you just don't have the stuff. And the fact that you can't run the football, I think is also you, you can run the football, but that, that's not a priority of the offense, you know, in, in the same way that it's been in years past. Um, and I think I think they will run the football. I think that's going to be something they do, but they just it, in the way the practice is structured and it makes sense. Like, why are we going to run the football and no pads? You know, like, right. like it doesn't. You can't like, practice the blocking the way it needs to be practiced. Right. And so that makes sense. So, like, when all that stuff kind of gets folded back in, the keepers get a little bit better. There's more uh, pull on some of the fakes because you can hand the ball off to those guys because they're handing the runs off. I think it just gets a lot better. You know what I mean? It's just going to get a lot better. So, um, I'm, if, if, you know, if you're asking me if I'm concerned, I know a lot of people have asked me, like, no, you know, like I'm not really yeah. concerned yet. Like, um, <clears throat> I think, like I said, there's going to be, there's a lot of time. There's a lot of game planning still left to go. And I think that group's going to be elevated by that. So it's like, while he's a pro, he'll figure it out, especially with EB kind of once EB's game planning. Right. Um, Leno, I think was a good Gates is look good. Cosme has flashed some really, really nice stuff, but again, he's moved to a new position. So there's some lumps there. So Deke's the guy that I think has had probably, the toughest run of four days. But again, he goes against the best player in the defense every day. So it's like, that's tough. So I think ultimately, like as the game planning gets better, you know, in the, like I said, in the team run period, it was like, this looked like, you know, the hogs, like that's, it just, it's, it's kind of goes ebbs and flows. The defense isn't repped out a ton. I know the offense is doing, has been, has been doing like offensive run walkthrough. So they were really ready to go for those looks and, you know, they won the period, I would say. But yeah, and that's 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 a good thing, because when that all blends together, that means the offense is going to be a little bit more well-rounded. The defense can't tee off as much, all that kind of stuff. So eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential and then through some elbow grease, fresh installs and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride-or-die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Yeah, so, all right, let's quickly run through the offensive line personnel okay. yep. and just how are we doing, any red flags. Because I was trying to think also to training camp last year, and, like, 
people were starting to raise, uh, wave the red flag a little yeah. bit on Carson, and it was like, hey, uh, eventually this is going to get better, right? Turns yeah. out the answer was no. Um, but I don't think that there's any red flags this time of year for anybody, nevertheless, the quarterback or any of the guys we're about to talk about. But right. let's run through it. Leno, you think's had a good camp? I think I think he's been good. You know, that doesn't mean he wins every rep, but I think sure. he's looked good. You know, and I think, I think Sadiq, again, I say the last day and a half has looked better. But yep. improvement got, is what you're looking for. And he's a guy that, again, is one of those players that's a little up and down. You know, like some days he's really good. Some days he's not good. And it, that consistency kind of varies between reps. So, again, for a guy who is going into year four, like I think it's a big year for him. I think he's physically capable of doing it. But it's like, how does he develop is the question. So, yeah. Uh, what about Chris Paul? I think Chris Paul's looked good. You know, I think he's looked really good. He's looked like he's matured a little bit. He's more confident. He's running faster. Like last year, I felt like there was like a little bit of a hitch. And, you know, when you talk to guys on the team and when you watch him play, he has extremely strong hands. So some of the stuff that John does to Sadiq, he cannot do to Chris because Chris is just throwing out these like these meat cleavers that just seem to kind of just, I don't know, just be like magnets for human bodies. Like it's crazy how strong he is. So, um, Obviously, do you, think, still... do you think he can push Sadiq for the starting job? I Is do. that still on the table? I do. I do. I do think that. Okay. I think that's a, the more I watch him, the more I think that's a real thing. Because I think he's developed a lot. I think he's in better shape. Um, again, the strength, the confidence seems to be better. Um, I think that's definitely something. And I, I think they're kind of even right now. You know, at least in my mind, I think Sadiq probably gets the nod because he's got a little bit more experience. And I think he's a little bit better of an athlete. But I think that's something that by week, two or three of training camp, if they're splitting reps, I wouldn't be like, Oh my God. You know what I mean? So yeah, that could be a Baltimore practice story for sure. Sure. Uh, the joint yeah. practice one. Yeah. Uh, all right. Center Gates. How's he doing? I think Gates has done a great job. I mean, he's, there's a lot on his plate in terms of getting stuff called protections and runs. I feel like he's done a good job. He's, he's physical. I think he, you know, he had a loss to big Phil the other day. Like, you know, that happens. It's pads, yeah. whatever, no pads on. Uh, but I think, um, I think he looks settled in. Like I said, I think, you know, just kind of moving down the line. Cosme again, athletically, he flashes. Like it's, I think he's learning the physicality of guard, which is another reason why you're always like, can a tackle move to guard? Cause it's just a different physical beast. Right. You're you know? playing in a phone booth. Yeah. And then I think Wiley, like in the team run period, both, both him and Wiley, uh, Cosme and Wiley, like you see, what makes them kind of special is that they can move their feet really well and they can get guys covered up. And I'd say they're, they were one of the big reasons why um, the run period went so well is because they're, they can get guys covered up. They can move well. Their double teams are violent and physical. They can get guys out of there. So, um, you know, obviously he's going against Montez and I think Montez right now is the best edge rushing edge pass rusher on the edge. And so that's a tough day every single day. And I, like I said, I think Montez has added some stuff to the bag so, um, you know, again, that's something I'm watching, but um, I think he's a pro. I think EB knows how to use him. I think he knows he's got some stuff to kind of help him mature as a pass protector. Is he going to be the best right tackle in football? No, but is he going right. to be fine? I think fine is what you're looking for on offensive line. So, And then rookie check, Stromberg, Daniels. Stromberg, I think, has looked pretty good. You know, like it's – he's so I'll say this. The second offensive line, which is – Cornelius, number mm -hmm. 60, who's the XFL guy playing guard, Stromberg, and left guard is Chris Paul. Left tackle is Foster, I believe, number 73. That group has played well the last two days. They, they've done a really nice job. So um, 
I got, what is the guy's name? 60. He's actually been a pleasant surprise. He, you know, he's a converted tackle playing guard. He's a big man. Good. Wait, which pro. number you say is number 60. You got Jared Jones Smith. As, as, yes. As we're in 60. So he's actually done. A, I've been impressed with him. Like he was a guy that I thought no way he makes the team during rookie minicamp. And then now I'm like, you know, maybe there's a good rotational guard piece there or a practice squad guy, you know? Um, so that's something to keep an eye on in terms of the last couple of days. Um, Daniels is interesting cause he's going against like the threes and mm-hmm. some of those technical deficiencies still show up. Um, you know, he's a very raw kind of developmental guy he flashes occasionally, but I'd say most of it, his work is, you know, he's got to work on some stuff and we'll see how that goes over the next couple of weeks. Cause that's what you see in training camp, right? You see like you know, some young guys step up and they improve a lot and some guys just kind of stay the same and they're on practice squad. And I think that's kind of what you're looking at with him. Yeah, um, that's he's going to be a borderline guy, and you know, for a fourth rounder, you'd like to have a guy safely is going to make the roster. But sure, we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, picture this: it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 